Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Howdy, welcome. Your saltwater guide, Captain Dave Hansen, with another phenomenal podcast for you today. It's Promar Ahi USA Tuesday, and you're going to want to watch this show today. We got Justin joining us from Bowline Sport Fishing. Might one of our guides at your saltwater guide, Justin's going to be on the show with us today. You do not want to miss today's show. It's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of interaction, a lot of cool things going on. So don't miss the show today, gang. Share this with all your friends and everybody. Everybody wants to see what's going on today. We got all kinds of cool stuff to announce. Like I said, we're bringing in Justin, and today is Promar Ahi USA Tuesday. You don't want to miss out on any of the great Promar products that are available. We're going to show you in just a second the QR code where you can save on all your purchases for Promar. There's your QR code. Grab that or anytime during the show or come back. and It's right in the beginning of the show, so you shouldn't have to scroll through too much of the show to see the QR code. But after Justin and I show you the cool stuff Promar has to offer you, you're going to want to grab that code and make sure you save some money on your product. And then anybody and everybody that shops the Promar website, and if you spend up to $100 while you're shopping on the Promar website, we're going to enter everyone that spends up to $100 into a contest. And we're going to give away the trip. You're going to get one day fishing on your boat with Justin Botrell. And if you do not have a boat, you're going to get to go, just one of you, on an open party trip on Justin's boat for that lobster live lobster fishing in Long Beach, LA Harbor. But you have to purchase at least $100 worth of Promar products between now and Friday before I go live on stage. It's got to give us time to to check and pull the name out of the hat. And we'll do that on stage live at the Bart Hall show. I'll be at the Bart Hall show. Justin will be there with me. We'll be wandering around on Saturday and Sunday. I'll be doing a couple of uh, seminars on both Saturday at 12 o'clock and then Sunday at 12 o'clock and then Saturday and Sunday at three o'clock. I'll be free flowing on the stage all by myself at 3 and at 12 we'll be with Larry Hansen from Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. But gang, you're going to want to get onto the Promar website and buy some product. And all you got to do is purchase $100 or more of the product, which isn't very much, and that'll get you entered into the contest to win a trip with Justin either on his boat, one person, or you can have him as a guide on your boat. We're going to give that away at the Bart Hall Show, and we'll talk more about it on the show. Don't forget, I'll be at the Bart Hall Show in Long Beach, California. You don't want to miss that. We'll throw the QR code up a little bit later on how you can get some tickets for that. But I got my good buddy Justin standing by, so let's bring him on the show, and let's talk about fishing. Welcome, Justin. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Let me get that QR code out of your face. Uh. How are you doing, Dave? I am great. I'm happy that you're here, and I'm happy that our your mechanic and my mechanic's going to get your boat running tomorrow, supposedly. I know. Thank goodness. Hopefully, it gets all done tomorrow. It's been a, a rough five, seven, ten days, whatever it's been. It's been a little while, so. Yeah, yeah that's not fun. It sucks when your boat's broken, especially at the level that we're at right now with all the hype going hoop netting with you and how exciting and how much fun that is. I know. Why don't you talk about that for a little bit? Cause you got to do it the other night on someone else's boat with them. I know they're watching. We won't throw them under the bus too hard, but. <laughs> so yeah, talking about challenging, it was really challenging going live and guiding someone. This is their first time hoop netting. Their absolute first time. Everyone on the boat, their first time. 
So uh, it was very challenging and we didn't, we were running late. So we had to throw the nets out there right away. And then I wanted to keep that time around six o'clock to go live. So we pulled the nets early. They were only soaking that everyone didn't know. It was only soaking 20 minutes. That's all they were soaking. And we got lobsters in there. So yeah, we were running know. late. Yeah, we were running late. And uh, I didn't get to go through my whole spiel of how to back up the boat, how to do this, how to do that. So everyone got to see me live trying to explain to them and hold the camera and pull the nets of how to do all this stuff, which is very challenging. It really is especially for first timers if, if they're not used to driving their boat backwards onto those so yeah but at the end of the day though they understood why we go backwards to the nets and they're like i will never they even told me i will never go forward on the net ever ever yeah that's it's an amazing thing to witness it brought back so many memories and it allowed me to understand because I, I haven't really done the guide thing for a very long time, but I did it at a very long high level for a very long time. And it allowed me to understand why I repeat myself so much. And gang, if you watch the show, you'll understand. And hey, Tim, how are you? Everybody that's logging in right now, thanks for joining us. We Justin and I appreciate all the love we get from all of you. So I want to thank everybody. There's too many people right now. That to thank it, we'd go on the whole show thanking everybody. But y'all know I love Ollie and so does Justin. But listen, when I was watching Justin, it brought back so many memories of going with you on your boat and teaching you how to do everything we do on your boat. When we tell you left and we tell you left and we tell you left 40 times in a row and you still go right. That's why we repeat ourselves over and over and over again, gang, because I don't know what happens, but all of a sudden when we're trying to help you to drive your boat, you don't trust us. I think that's what it has to be. You're like, I left, 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 left. And then Justin would say, your other left. And I'd be like, that's exactly what I, I mean, <laughs> you sound like me and gang. Those of you that were watching live and you were going, starboard port, starboard port. Are you kidding me? We can't even get left or right down. Now you want to really confuse them and say starboard port. I want you all to understand something right now that are watching this and that are watch my videos that I put out three brand new videos every day. There's a reason why I say left and right. If you think for one second, I don't know port, starboard, bow, stern. You're out of your freaking mind, gang. I've been doing this for a living for 49 <coughs> years. But if I tell you on your boat, go starboard. They turn around, they look at me, and they go, what, what, what's that? It's right. So there's no reason to do that, gang. It just, it's crazy, crazy. Yeah, flat bill, that hat, <laughs> kind of funny, right? Not a, not a flat bill, not good for an old timer. I need the... I need the angle like Justin has, but Promar gave me this flat build hat and it's Promar IE USA Tuesday. So that's why I got this hat on. You know me, I like to not have a hat on. That's why I got so much hair at 60 years of age because I don't wear a hat. Justin, you notice, show you notice I changed my hat. I had the same one you had on, so I changed it really fast. Show them how much hair you have Oh, Lord. wearing a hat all the time. Yeah. There you go. That's what happens when you wear a hat every day, gang. If you ever watch any of my videos, you very, very rarely will see me wearing a hat. Every one of my friends that are baseball players, they're all bald from wearing a baseball hat. I don't know if it has anything to do with it or not, but yeah, I only wear the hat for the show or when I didn't feel like taking a shower. <laughs> yeah. I've never been able to really grow hair, so I don't know. It's oh, well. It's oh, been thin. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Wear a hat, it covers it, right? Yeah. So. Then you look like you got a, a bunch of hair up there. <laughs> but gang, if you go back and you watch that show that Justin did, what night was that? Thursday night? Um, Thursday or Friday? Friday. Wasn't it Friday? <laughs> I think it was Friday. Mike Lewis, it has everything to do with it, my friend. Oh. It has everything. It's not a myth. That's no, I'm just kidding. I'm just having fun. If you guys take what I say serious, you'll be in a world of hurt, gang. It'll really affect you mentally. 
for a very, very long time. Don't ever take what I'm saying serious. It was Friday, last Friday. So if you go back and you look at the show on Friday, the live show Friday night, you'll see what we're talking about, gang. There was many, many times where Justin, the guys would be ready to to grab the hoop net and they were on the wrong side. And Justin would say, left side, left side, other side, whatever. Go to the other side. Go to the other side. Go ahead. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah. So um, they would be on one side of the boat and I tell them to go to the other side, but they would just pull the net to the other side. It was really funny. But that's part of the stuff that you learn out there. You learn exactly that. So it was a good time. Um, They know now a lot of how to back down onto uh, nets. And also, oh, the number one thing, which I didn't show, because I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't know the word, but I don't want to say anything on a live show in front of thousands, no, 20,000 people um, about what people are doing wrong. So I'll tell you now. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but the the buoy systems, let me back up a little bit. Don't listen to your brother, sister's aunt's uncle's son that told you how to put the frickin' nets together that they caught lobsters in one time, okay? We're showing you how we catch lobsters in every single time, every time. So the way that um, his friend or whoever that caught one lobster one time said to put the, the um, buoy, the float, is straight up and down on a pole with a weight, and then the line just connected to the actual um, PVC pipe, going straight to the rope. So what happens is, is when the floats or when the net is out there, and then you have the float on top of the water, you want that slack line to go through something down the other side with a weight, a six, eight ounce, or ten ounce weight, dropping down, so your float sticks straight up and down from your net, right? I don't know if you all seen on the show, but there was no weighted line. There's no way to weight down the line. We had to improvise while we're out there alive. Um, and the rope was just strung across the ocean. And a lot of times when I'm out there multiple times when I'm live, I showed other people that were out there hoop netting with their lines strung across the ocean too. So that's just um, one thing I didn't show and I wanted to bring up. It's very, very, very crucial that you have weight on one side of your line to pull down that slack, to drop it down. Even if it's scoped out a little bit further, that's fine. As long as it's not strung across the ocean, because that's when you're going to get yourself into a lot of trouble, which everyone's seen on Friday. We almost pop fouled ourselves probably two dozen times. It was pretty incredible we didn't pop foul ourselves. But luckily, they have an outboard engine, and you can more than likely lift the outboard if he did pop foul himself. But you're also looking at damage. If you're throttling and you have an outboard engine um, and you prop fell yourself, you can spin your prop. If you spin your prop, you're going to have to get that um, rubber hub in the middle replaced on your prop. So keep that in mind. Oh, absolutely. There's just so many things that can happen wrong. And what I try to show everybody, I've done everything wrong. It's You could possibly do wrong. That's why we're at the level now where the way we Justin and I do it, it, it works flawlessly and there's never a problem. And I told Justin after that live show the other night, this is what I used to tell my members when I would go with them on their first or second hoop net trip. I go, look it, just let me show you how I drive the boat to get the hoop nets. Because if you wrap it up, I'm not going in the water to undo it. You have to stare right into their eyes and let them know that let me just show you how I do it for a little while. Now, I know a lot of people's ego is super big, but once I'm on the boat with you, gang, there's really no reason for me to be there if you don't want to know what I know. It's kind of silly. Same thing with having Justin on your boat. If you don't want to know what we know, then don't bring us with you because we actually think that if you're bringing us with us, you kind of want to know what we know. And it's really hard to sit back and watch you struggling all the time to get to the when you haven't really let us take control of your boat, show you how to do it. Plus, we're licensed captains, so your insurance is covered whether you're driving or I'm driving. And it's probably better for you if I'm driving if there's a problem. But another thing to remember, gang, as soon as you have an adult beverage, one. All you have to have is one. Now you have no insurance. 
I didn't write the law. The law clearly states zero tolerance for drugs or alcohol on the water. So if you have a beer, you're no longer should be running your boat and we're, we're there with you. So just let us show you when we, when you bring Justin or Pablo or Sonny on your boat, we know you want to drive and we're super excited about that, but let us take a few minutes to show you how we do it every single day. It'll make it so much more enjoyable for you. Now, the young feller that you were with that night, he did not release that handle of that steering wheel and those propellers ever. There was never a Justin moment where you got to show him how to do it. And that was really hard. to. For me, that was hard to watch. I just wanted to yell, let Justin do it. Yeah, yeah there was uh, two times that I asked. I asked if uh, I can just back up the boat because when, so for example, if everyone's seen, um, our nets was on a structure and the structure was maybe about 30 to 30 feet long. And it was a small little structure. Um, what, what we did is we put four nets on the structure and in, instead of backing down and then picking one up and doing a complete, you know, circle around 50 yards to come back to another one let's just back up to the next one so i tried to explain that's back up there and i think he was scared like he was like well you know there's line on the water well while we're out there we teach you how to read current and everything else right so the current has a big big factor in which way that slack line is going to be so i knew which way the current was going just say north and south so i knew the current was going south right so the line was going to be strung north. The float was going to be to the south. So I knew that if we swung around just backwards, backed up and came this way, you know, around that spot to the next buoy, we would get there in no time and have a second just to pull that up. But I think he was scared a little bit and uh, was like, ah, no. So that's why I asked him, hey, can I, can I drive the boat for a minute? Let me just drive it really quick. Let me show you it's possible. So. And that's... That's what I'm trying to explain to everybody that's watching. There's a lot of people that bought the $500 gift certificate from you this year. And gang, we don't want to drive your boat. That's not our thing. We're not, we're not struggling with uh, releasing your boat to yourself. But what we want to do is we want you to learn the proper way to do it. Just like when Justin goes with you to Catalina or goes to you out to Isers or wherever, let go of control for just a few minutes let us show you how we set up on the spot let us show you how we anchor on the spot and then this hoop netting thing it's crucial let us show you how we approach the just being able to stand there and watch what we're doing will make it so much easier for you to understand how the whole thing goes it'll just help you and (laughs) gang i did that hoop netting thing on an 80-foot Viking, on a 65-foot Hatteras, on a 44-foot Pacifica, in 20 feet of water on an 80-foot Viking, on a 65 Hatteras, I promise you we're not going to screw up your 20-foot boat. I promise you we're not going to do it. I did it at the highest level possible and backing up to the buoys. Oh, yeah, and Steve Duncan, you're absolutely right. Driving that boat around at 35, 40 knots in the pitch black dark in Long Beach, L.A. Harbor. I was watching your face, Justin. You were terrified. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, pretty fast. There's no reason. The number one thing I looked for is safety, right? So I was looking to see how far it would be if I had to swim the shore (laughs) on one side or how far it would be if I had to swim the shore on the other side. Um, But at the same time, I was also looking at his screen. Because I don't think he was completely aware of what's on his screen. And I know I know pretty much all the screens of how to work them. So I looked at it and I was keeping an eye on it, making sure that we didn't go any wrong way or anything. But yeah, there's no need to go that fast at all. Especially in the harbor. My gosh, there's so much stuff floating with no lights on it and so many buoys. And there's a lot of people that don't make it, that just <clears throat> didn't make it. But Justin... I want to show you something real quick. We're going to get back on the topic of the guide service and all that stuff. But gang, when Steve and Brian over at Promar showed me this video, I about pooped in my pants because 
There's been many, many nights where I'm trying to catch squid. Justin and I have talked about it. Sonny and I, Pablo, we're staring at that squid. It's down there seven, eight, ten feet below the surface of the water, just out of the reach of the scoop. And never really thought outside the box. How can I get that squid in my boat? I just need a little bit to go fish with. Me and my buddy on our skiff or me and my me and my 10 closest friends on the Viking or whatever. We just needed a little bit of that squid. And I never really thought, how can I get, I never got outside the box. Well, Promar, and I'm going to throw their QR code up right after this, has a monofilament mesh hoop net. Now, this is a hoop net they use to like pull fish up on the pier and stuff. I want you to watch this video for just a second, and then I'm going to talk about it. But look at, this is insane. Watch this, everybody. Watch. You, you don't want to miss this. I promise. It's insane. This new net that Promar made, you throw it down below the squid that won't float, and you pull it right through the middle of that squid, and look at, there you go. Got enough squid to fish with for the day. That's all I would need for a good day of sea bass fishing or yellowtail fishing. You throw that thing in the water four or five more times, your bait tank's full. Now, I don't know about you guys, but that's absolutely insane. And I don't believe anybody ever else has ever done that. So, gang, if you're thinking, how did I get that squid to float? You don't even need it to float now. With that monofilament mesh hoop net that you can grab on the site, Promar, grab that QR code, go to the site. You're going to be blown away by all the products. You see them on Justin's live shows every night. Guys are wearing the gloves, all the buoys and lights. He shows you the light. Everything that you see Justin doing hoop netting is all Promar products. But, gang, how many of you have spent the whole night staring at that squid just below our scoop? In my 48 years, I can't believe I never come up, came up with this thing. This net is going to change. It's going to revolutionize squid fishing. It's incredible, right, Justin? You couldn't yeah. believe it when you saw it. I was actually looking it up to see if I could buy one. <laughs> because, dang, sometimes when you try to make those squid float, they'll stick down five feet, ten feet under the surface, and you can see them down there, but you just can't get your crowder deep enough to get them. Yeah, and you can't get that squid braille. You can't get that bitch in a – Promar makes that 16-foot-long – Squid braille that you can get, yeah, but squid just, braille. Yeah, you just still, can't get down long, down far enough. But man, that'd be making, <laughs> that would make it so much easier. It did. So when Brian and Steve showed me that video, I was like, "Can I use that video? I want to show everybody because I can't believe that I never ever thought of that or came up with that game. It's not that expensive. You all should have one. I think even it would work as a landing net." For so you don't have to have the landing net in that, but I know you want that pro mesh series landing net because it's just easier to put away. But you gotta have that monofilament hoop net if you're gonna go squid fishing okay. up at the Channel Islands, Catalina, along the coast, down in San Diego. That is a game changer. So we'll show you that a little bit later in the show again. But that will be fun to have on the boat. I can't wait. I cannot wait. And Not then for squid. That can be used for fish too. Can so, be used for anything. Yeah. You can put some bait in it, use it as a hoop net if you had to. Yeah, absolutely. Gang, I don't know. Those of you that just jumped online here with us, we showed that QR code for Promar. Gang, if you buy $100 worth of Promar products from today until the Bart Hall show on Friday, the 26th, that's Friday. I'll be speaking at the show on the 27th and the 28th at 12 o'clock and at 3 o'clock on the Daiwa stage. But listen, if you buy $100 or more of Promar products between now and then, we're going to give away a drawing of a day having Justin come with you on your boat. Or if you don't have a boat, you can come on one of the HoopNet trips with Justin for free. We're going to pull that name out of the hat, but you have to participate. You have to go to Promar. You have to use the QR code or you have to use the code YSWG when you check out. One or the other, and that'll enter you right into the uh, contest. And what a cool way to spend the day with Justin out fishing on your boat or do the uh, con 
contest and go with Justin on his boat and go lobster fishing and do it live on the water and we'll make you famous. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. excited about that contest. Yeah, not only that, but if they come out on my boat to go hoop netting and they pull up the biggest lobster, they go in a thousand dollars. Yep. Kelly girl and I are still giving away a thousand US dollars on the 20th of March to whoever catches the largest lobster of the year. <laughs> and what's the big lobster right now? Uh, 8.9, 8.9 pounds. And you guys can see it all going on because Justin has a scale on the boat and he weighs them. I bought a brand new scale just for lobsters. Has that little harness on it and everything. And it's pretty fun and it's pretty cool. So there's a lot of people watching, Justin, a lot of comments coming up, a lot of people talking. When you go out on people's boats with them, what do you think the number one thing that you're coming up against trying to teach them how to do? Uh, number one thing when I go out on their boat yeah. is uh, how to read current. That's the number one thing. Oh, because if you don't have any current, you're not going to catch any fish, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, that is, I think, by far the number one thing. A lot of people don't know how to read current. And, it, and it's so crazy because they're right there. They're, they're looking at it and they don't understand it. And, and you look at wind, wind is not current. So wind on top of the water, you can have wind going south and current going north. And it, that's when everything gets all screwed up with your boat. So we had that this year. But um, yeah, how to read current, definitely. And Steve, go ahead, Justin. Tell Steve what's going on with your boat. Uh, nope, it's not fixed yet, Steve. Hopefully it'll be fixed tomorrow. According to the technician, tomorrow. So fingers crossed, I hope. I'm going to go down hopefully it gets done. Yeah, Mignana, Steve. We're hoping Mignana. We're really hoping because we got so many people that are wanting to go. Yeah, I have a line of people, literally a line, a list. I have it all in my calendar of everyone that wants to go hoop netting. So, um, yeah, absolutely, Bob. Um, if you want to win that, um, if you want to get into the drawing to win me coming out on your boat or you coming on my boat, um, here's some other things that I would highly recommend you get right now. Because when I think tuna season is going to start early this year, and the, and you were talking about this yesterday, um, about these items. I just found some items, by the way. I oh, found that in my bag. So uh, these items are very crucial to have on your boat. These right here are live deception. Dave was talking about them yesterday. Yep, there you go. <laughs> so these ones right there, or that one right there that he's got are a must-have or get both of them because you're going to want to troll at least minimum of two of these at a time two of them so troll this one and troll the wood one the wood one works for everything this one right here um last year we caught a marlin on this and we caught yellowfin and bluefin on this and then you got this bam the live deception flash lure yep Look at that thing looks just like a bait. It wants to get eaten so bad. Yeah. So this right here, the way you're going to work this, which a lot of people don't want to tell you, when you see those foamers, you're going to slow your boat down. You're going to pitch your boat sideways. We don't we don't go as slow as we can and creep up on the foamers. They're already making a big old commotion. Drive up to them, turn your boat sideways, either left or right or port or starboard, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> Which, whichever. What I like to do is I like to... Pitch the boat sideways and come at a 45 degree. Everything's a 45 degree with me. 45 degree angle on the stern or the back of your boat on the corner. And take this and cast it as far as you can, either in the middle of the foamer or past the foamer. And let it sink for about three to five seconds and reel it in at a slow to medium pace, not fast. You reel it in fast, you're not going to get bit. But 99.9% .9 of the time we did that this uh, last year, 2023, we were hooked up on every cast. It was pretty amazing. So, And you mentioned something just now that needs to be talked about more is when you're approaching those foaming fish, so many people don't quite understand what's going on. And they're like, well, I read a book. Some guy wrote that you got to get way far away from them and cast. Justin summed it up just perfect, gang. 
you need to drive up there close enough where you can cast. When I when I was driving sport boats or, or the big yachts, I'd drive right into the middle of the damn thing and shut it down. They'd be bouncing off the sides of the boat. Oh, it man. doesn't matter. The guy that wrote the book about sneaking up on kelp patties and sneaking up <laughs> on foamers, he's never fished a day in his life. All I can tell you is I've been lucky enough to fish for 40, 47 years for a living. And then the last three years, I've been just able to talk about it. But um, when Justin and I tell you something, it absolutely works. Now, if you get out there on the ocean and there's 200 of you all running for one foamer, it's not going to work anyway. If you're in a group of boats, Justin and I tell you all the time, you got to get out of that group. You got to go somewhere else. You got to get out of there. You got to go somewhere else. You need to get out of there. You do not want to be in a pack. If you end up in a pack, two things have happened. Either you were there first and you're starting to do stuff and other boats see you doing circles and stopping in circles. That brings them all in. But if you were out there and you drove into the pack, then what are you doing? You might as well just stay home and watch um, inside sport fishing on uh, yeah. on the internet because that's all you're doing anyway when you're driving around. I mean, Justin, how many times bluefin fishing this year were you by yourself? Um, <laughs> out of around 80 times, maybe 79 yeah exactly and he caught no, no 78 because two of the times i had members come with me uh on their boats right but it yeah. was everyone that we knew and we all worked together and and everyone knew exactly what to do and what not to do right and, and if they didn't they were on the radio what is that person saying what in the world are you saying justin barry i don't know he's having i think he's having a meltdown I, yeah, I think I something's know, wrong. What is wrong with him? Justin, do you need a doctor or something, bro? <laughs> if it's you need a doctor, just tap your phone three times. We'll get you a doctor somewhere. Something's wrong with... <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with that guy. Somebody's having something or maybe they've been... No maybe they overserved no. themselves this morning. One minute he's talking about chum. Next minute he's talking about fuel prices. Next minute he's talking about fishing hurts. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All right, Justin. Well, we're trying to keep up with you. What I would suggest, Justin, is maybe just kick back, relax, and listen to the show because there's too many things coming out of you that don't make any sense, and I don't want to have to block you, but there's too much going on. So you got to be real gentle and careful, Justin. Be careful out there, and be careful on the comments because we don't want to have to ban you. This is a children's show. Okay, good. That we'll just leave it at okay. That's good. You can all understand okay. I'm very good at understanding the English language and I'm good at okay. Okay works for me. Good. So okay, Justin. Good. So, so okay. the, the other thing is is um this right here. This has a hundred and fifty pound fluorocarbon. You don't need it trolling, but it's cool just to have, right? It, why not up your game a little bit? If it's going to work a little bit better, then okay. But this is mainly a, um, this is going to be a, um, I just got a brain fart, a reaction. This is a reaction bite. Okay. They're going to see this and get a reaction bite. And, and the reason why they, they have it on a daisy chain is because they're going to, the fish are going to go after the weakest link, which is the one in the far back. They're going to see multiple going through the water and they're going to go for the weakest link in the back. That's why the back one always has a hook. But I would highly recommend everyone go on the Promar website and purchase at least two of these, at least. Get get this one. This is my favorite one, this one right here. This one and the straight wood one or the daisy chain wood one. So get this one and get the wood one and throw both of these out the corners of your boat. That one right there, the plug. Throw that at the corner of your boat. And troll it at like six and a half knots. Well, the same thing Dave was saying yesterday. Six and a half knots. So that's like seven to seven and a half miles per hour. Um, that's what you're going to troll it at. Keep it at that speed. And while you're trolling, you don't need to watch the rods. You don't need to watch them at all. You're going to hear them because the clicker is going to be on. Be scanning the water. Scan the water at all times. 
So I have I have a good thing to say about this chunk of wood. Oh yeah. The natural, yeah. So in 1987, I was running. We were fishing albacore, and uh, we always used on the boat I was running the seahorse at the time. We always used our trolling rods because we needed to get a bite, and we knew that our stuff behind the boat would get bit. And I remember a gentleman coming up to me and saying, "Hey, Skip, can I troll that back there? It works really good." And I'm like, "No." No, we're not putting a piece of wood out behind the boat. I'm sorry. We're not doing that. And I'll be go to heck if 15 minutes later there's hookup and I go running out on the deck and I'm like spinning around looking for the trolling fish and there it is and it's coming up to the corner and I gaff it and the guy looks at me and goes, see, I told you and I'll be go to hell if this wasn't hanging out of that albacore's mouth. And then Everett... <laughs> I had to eat my words. And then ever since then, whenever I'm trolling, there's always a chunk of wood out there in the back. Now, it could be the live deception, cedar plugs like Justin was holding up. But the natural wood, I don't know what it is about it, gang. It doesn't really make any sense. If I've, I've been diving my whole life since I was a little kid, and I've never seen a chunk of wood swimming around down there. So I don't know why they eat it, but... Remember what I always say, fish are dumb. Fish are dumb. We don't we overthink it way too many times. If the thing works, use it. Yeah. And this thing is this thing has stopped the boat more times than I'd like to admit. It's a fish locator. It finds the fish when Justin and I can't find them. There's nothing that turns us on more than getting a jig strike. Yeah. That's and then yeah. like you said yesterday, you nailed it on the head yesterday. So when I come out on people's boat, I went out on many, many boats last year, and uh, it happened a lot. So we were trolling this and the wood one, and we got nailed, or we got double hookups, right? Leave it in the leave it in the rod holder. Don't touch it. Just leave it, and throw a bait out and watch what happens. You're gonna bring. Have you ever heard the term? Not you, Dave, but you, everyone watching. You ever heard the term? The fish are eating the paint off the boat. You're gonna bring those fish to eat the paint off your boat. So all those fish, especially the two that are on your rods already, those you already got those. Those are already dead. All the other ones, you're going to bring them straight to your boat, and they're going to be eating the paint off your boat. There was a great video you made, Dave. Uh, I think you were guiding someone on their boat, or maybe it was on um, the Wild and Sack or something, but you showed exactly how you could bring all those fish to the boat, and they were literally hitting a bait right five feet from your boat every time you'd see them come up and grab it. But that's a great example right there of what you can do with one of these. You can, you can have that kind of action right at your boat with one of these. All you do is you get hooked up on one of these, leave it in the rod holder, throw some bait out there, throw a bait with a hook in it. And you're going to bring them straight to your boat. It's amazing. So. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing thing to to learn how to troll proper and understand that when you do get the hookup, yay, that trolling fish, that nobody that really knows how to fish is really interested in that trolling fish. We're all trying to get a bait out. We're all trying to get the bait out. And then we turn around and we turn that handle on the trolling fish, kind of helping him into the boat. But we got our bait out there. And then if we get bit... Click it in gear, set the hook, shove the rod in the rod holder, then turn around and get that trolling fish out of the way. And thank that trolling fish when it comes up on the boat because he just, like I said, he's the snitch. Yeah. And he just allowed you to find all of his buddies. That We love the snitch. He's our friend. That's the only really time in my life I like a snitch. I'm not real into snitches, but if it's a fish, just like when you see that one dumb Dorado jumping. Yeah. One Open water, dumb Dorado jumping, gross hey, bet. Over here, over here. <laughs> right. Me and my buddies are right over here. Come kill us all. Yeah. I love it whenever you drive, when all those millions of Dorado that made everyone good at fishing, you know, a couple of years ago, you would drive up to the kelp paddy. You could see it a half mile away. You'd see a kelp paddy and you'll see Dorado just going, think, think, think. You're like, okay, well, there they are. <laughs> what do we do now? But you can use that same exact method this year. You drive down. As the water warms up, you know, 74, 75 degrees. As soon as you're driving and you see a kelp paddy, just look for him jumping. Once you see him jumping, you found him. That was easy. 
but you're not going to find them unless you have binoculars or you're going to drive right up to it at a high rate of speed like everyone does. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's the thing, too, I was going to talk to you about, and you summed it up perfect, is people drive their boats way too fast. I know you got this bitchin' boat that does 40 knots, and you're driving through the middle of all the, the fish at 40 knots. You can't even see. I have to slow down to six and a half, seven knots so I can look through my $6,000 gyro stabilizing binoculars. When I'm on the Viking or the Hatteras and I'm doing 15 knots, I can see 20 knots. It's kind of a stretch because we're still bouncing around pretty good. We got the sea keeper on. We're not doing this, but this is hard to see also with a million dollar pair of binoculars. But if you bring it down to six and a half knots, I can see the whole world in my gyro stabilizing binoculars. And I've been looking out of them for a long, long time. So don't ever tell me you can see when you're hauling ass through the water because you can't and you're missing out on so many fish. Well, on our game plans every week, I tell everybody, when you get out into the zone, slow down, throw a couple of pieces of wood out behind the boat and start looking with your binoculars. Right, Justin? Yeah, absolutely. And one trick that I like to do now, I'm going to spoil the trick for everybody. When I come out on your boat and we're flying at like, 25 30 miles an hour because a lot of the boats i go on they're not the big big giant boats they're they're in the you know 20 to 30 foot range or 35 foot range and they they cruise at 30 miles an hour well the number one thing people like to do is go cruising speed the whole time so what i like to do is i like to tell people oh hey let's stop right here once we get into the area right because you have an area you have to have an area you want to get to and then you start looking well, once you get into that area, I tell them, hey, let's put the trollers out right here. They're, oh, did you see something? I was like, no, I haven't seen anything yet. Let's just put the trollers out right here. It looks like a good area. So if we put the trollers out, I know it will slow you down. Because everyone will, okay, we got a troll now. Let's just troll around. While we're trolling around is when I'm looking. I'm like, thank goodness. We're not flying at 30 miles an hour. Now we can slow down and take a look and see what's out here. And then that Mad Mac ruined that. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, that's so on, on my boat, it's um, if we're cruising at like 12 or 14 or 16 miles an hour for the Mad Mac, we can see fine if it's not if it's not uh, choppy. But on most boats, on smaller boats, it's hard as heck to see at 14, 15 miles an hour. You have to slow way down for that because you're still moving all over. Yeah. And also when you slow down, gang. It gives you a chance to catch some fish. And I think that's why you're all went fishing. I, I don't know. Maybe you, I see a lot of people when I'm out there, when I was running the big boats and I was in fishing mode and we were catching and I would see these guys drive by me at 30, 40 knots. And my, mem, my, mem, my clients would go, where are they going? I'm like, I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. They're 50, 60 miles off the beach and they go flying by me. And I got a school of 10 tons of bluefin or yellowfin under my boat. I can see it all the way around with the sonar. And I watch those guys go flying by and I'm like, where are you guys going? I don't understand. If you're going fishing, you got to start slowing down so you can enjoy the act of fishing. It's really fun. This fishing thing is a lot of fun. It is. It's fun. I love fishing, but man, I do not like getting the living crap beat out of me flying around on a boat. I tell, when I was guiding, I used to tell people all the time, please slow down. Why? Because I can't see. I can't see. I can't find you some fish. Please slow down for God's sakes. I know your boat goes fast and that's great, but it's not very good for fishing, gang. Unless you're in a tournament or something, you want to get out to be the first one out there, but it's not cool to be flying around out there. But we got Ryan from Slay Day on the show right now. And I know I saw his post this morning. He's got a couple of openings. I think you got two spots available and you're thinking about maybe bumping it up to 30 boats, but you got 25 boats. Gang, he's got that King of the Harbor coming up here on the 27th of um, January. It's going to be right in the middle of the Bard Hall show, but Justin's already booked for that night. He's already going with that guy that has a problem left and right. They're going to be out there doing it. And uh, I think I'm going to drive the boat that day. 
Yeah, I probably, I would too if we're talking fishing for money, fishing a tournament. I think yeah, it's I'll be I'll be in that tournament. Y'all can come and say hi to me. And uh, Ryan's on here right now. I think he has a couple spots, maybe even more available for that tournament. I think there should be 40 boats, but that's just my opinion. No, the more boats, the better time. Bigger the prize money. Yep, bigger the money. More money, more money, more money. But, but if you go to slayday.com, S-L-A-Y-D-A-Y.com, you're going to see, I think it's on the first section that you're going to come to, is going to be talking about King of the Harbors Tournament. Click on that, and it's going to send. It's going to take you to the link of. Uh, it's going to take you to the link of where you can sign up at. That's a good, yeah. And Ryan, you can throw up any information you want on the comment side. You got carte blanche on my website, on my uh, podcast always. And Ryan's I, a good guy, gang. He's got some great boat rentals. He's got all kinds of cool things for you to do at slayday.com. Check it all out. Justin and I fully believe in Ryan and what he's doing. And we will both see you at the Bard Hall show, Ryan. That's for sure. Justin will kind of be poking around on Sunday at, walking around carrying the trophy around it'll be fun to see and then uh justin and i are going to be hooping on sunday night i don't we already got a boat full of people so we can't take anybody else with us but we'll be on the boat sunday night hooping in long beach harbor on the 28th it's going to be exciting you get to get to watch me live as a deckhand on justin's boat yelling at him and telling him what to do all night from the deckhands level it should be fun you can get listen to me and justin argue with each other it'll be <laughs> last it'll be so much fun it'll be so fun it will yeah. be a lot of fun so tim um to respond to your comment no you weren't a booger eater that day you're perfectly fine we weren't offshore looking for fish we were Fishing local, so Tim was asking if he was a booger eater for going so fast, but no, no, you're good. You weren't going that fast. No, it's when we're talking about offshore, when we're looking for kelp patties, or we're looking for breaking bluefin, or we're looking for breezers. It's really, really, really hard to uh, see when you're bouncing all around. That's all we're trying to say. If you're traveling, let's say. We went started at the 209 and nothing was really going on. So now we're going to run out to the 289. Yeah, we're going to punch it. I'm going to do 40, 50 knots to get there as fast as I can on the big biking. Or I'm going to do 25 knots on your parker, whatever it is to get me to that zone. But when I'm a mile and a half, two miles away from the bank, I'm going to slow back down. And I'm going to pull out the gyro stabilizing binoculars. I'm going to throw a couple live deception flash cedar plugs or natural wood cedar plugs and i'm going to get out there in the zone and i'm going to start trolling six and a half knots and staring out my binoculars because i want to find you some fish but yeah you got to get from point a to point b that's for damn sure and i'm going to do it as fast as i possibly can but once you're in the zone gang you got to slow down and look it it's a, it's a matter of a good day or a bad day if you drive right by them then you're done you didn't see nothing Yes. So, for example, um, this last year, I didn't know it wasn't talked about much, but there was bluefin about out of Long Beach, right in the middle of Long Beach and Catalina. And um, it was about 10 miles offshore. There's bluefin right there. I think I was on the phone with you, too, when we were hooking up. Yeah, you were. So um, we were fishing right there and people were blowing past us. I think they thought they were dolphins, maybe. I don't know what it was. But we were hooked up, and we are catching bluefin, and we are only 10 miles outside of Long Beach. But it happens hey, a lot. Just slow down. Real quick, we got a giant audience. We got about 70 people watching this live right now. Gang, I just want to ask you all, if you could do me a massive favor, could you all just hit the share button on Facebook? It's right there on the bottom of the page. It's a little, like, a swish-looking arrow. If you could share this with everybody it would i'd appreciate it because there's a lot of people that would love to watch this podcast but they don't even know it exists we we get millions of views a month i know that and i thank you all but i believe that the audience is way bigger and if you could share this and over on youtube gang when the show's over share it with all all your contacts subscribe to my youtube channel subscribe <laughs> and like and hit the notification button on YouTube. It will help you so you don't miss this show. And we have a lot of people 
that are brand new. We do this show live Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Gang, it's the only live podcast in America to go off five days a week. We have no editing. We don't edit the show. It's all live. And just like when Justin's out fishing lobsters at night, it's all live. So you get to see us make mistakes. You get to see us tell you the truth. It's pretty It's pretty spectacular. I've been doing this for three and a half years, this live show, Monday through Friday. It's quite amazing, I think, that I pull this together. And I'm very blessed to have Justin as a part, and Pablo and Sonny. But Justin, you're like my superstar. <laughs> I, just I, appreciate, I appreciate you so I love much. I'm watching. I really love everyone watching. Yeah, it's you know, great. It's and, it, and so everyone knows too. So my boat's supposed to be done tomorrow. Please, I'm praying that it's done tomorrow. Um, Friday is a very special day. Okay, make sure that everybody tunes into the live show. We're gonna go live right around just like we do when I go live around six o'clock. So between five forty-five and six o'clock p.m., we're gonna go live. It's gonna be all about the kids. I'm gonna have. Three or four kids on the boat, plus my son, Rylan, who's going to be the deckhand. So it's going to be a lot of fun. No negativity whatsoever. Um, they're all learning. My son, even though he comes out with me all the time and he knows, he's still learning. We're all, I'm still learning every day, too. But my son's still learning, and he wants a deckhand so bad that it's great to have kids come, and he can show the kids and get the experience of how to pull the nets and so on. So I know we're not going to do it perfect, but we're going to do it good. And we're going to get lobsters. So it'll be a lot of fun. Make sure you tune in, though. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Oh, All the kids. The kids show is going to be so exciting. I'm so excited to watch it. It's going to be just absolutely <laughs> spectacular. And we'll be, we'll be, like I said, or like Justin said, super positive, gang. There's so many children that watch this show and so many children that listen to the show when they're driving around with their parents in their cars, gang. That's why we always try to make sure that everybody's as positive as they possibly can be. There's no need for this negative, this negative ness that's around right now. I have plenty of negative on my little short videos I post every single day. So let's just try to keep this show as clean and as we possibly can. Everybody's doing a great job. I'm super happy. Once in a while, a booger eater will sneak in, but it's not very often. And I understand that there's a lot of people out there that feel they need to tell me about what they know. I don't really want to know what you know. I'm sorry. I'm 62 years old. I've done this at the highest level you could possibly do it at for a very, very long time. If I needed to know something, I'd call Lasley or I'd call Grossbeck. I mean, IGFA Hall of Fame captains that I have their phone number. If I need to know something about money, I'll call Anthony Shea. Yeah. My dad taught me when I was a little boy, if you don't drive, if you don't, if your number one mode of transportation isn't a jet, you don't want to know what they know about money anyway. So I can get financial advice from a billionaire. I can get fishing advice from IGAF. Just sit back and watch the show. And if you don't enjoy it, don't watch it. It's real simple, gang. But we're going to keep doing what we do because we get so many views and we have so much fun <laughs> doing what we do. And I sure to heck hope your boat's fixed. Yeah. Because I miss watching you, bro. It's, <laughs> I know. It's I my miss going out. It's, it, I really miss going out. <laughs> I miss it. It's our Zen. And so many of our members call me up and say, is Justin not fishing tonight? And they're like, he hasn't been fishing for a week and a half because of this yeah. stupid oil leak. One little, one little rubber gasket, one little pump needs to be taken off, put the new piece on and put back together. And our mechanic promises us he'll be at your boat at 730 tomorrow morning to do this. So we're all I set with bated breath. And if he does, if he does, then we'll start throwing together some open party trips again. Yeah, I have a line of a list of people. So I was going to show everyone what was wrong with it. If I could pull it up here. But um, but everyone for this Friday, I, I we're going to be a go for this Friday. I have a feeling it's going to get done. I really do. So um, make sure that you share it. Share it, share it, share it. We want to get as many viewers as we can for this. Because it's all about the kids. And I also got word that Jake is going to be there just to oversee it. He can't work too hard or anything because he's 
He's still in a lot of pain. But Jake's going to be there just to oversee things and uh, just to make sure. That way I don't have to run up and down, up and down all the time, you know, as we pull up next to the Nets. But we're going to – I'm going to – we're going to go to a spot. I don't know where the heck the picture is. So we're going to go to a spot that is around 35 feet of water. So it's not too deep for the kids, but it's also not too shallow to have a lot of slack line on my nets, which I'm going to tie all my nets up to about 40 feet. So it has five foot of slack for a high and low tide. But it's, I'm going to try to make it so much easier for the kids to actually do it. So it's going to be a really good show. You're not going to want to miss it. I promise that. Oh, it's going to be spectacular. Hey, I'm going to show that um, squid net one more time real quick. I want you guys to all see this. This is incredible. This is a Promar monofilament mesh hoop net that turns out to be the greatest way you could imagine to catch squid. I want you to see this real quick before we go off the air. Watch this. Hang on. Just watch for one second. It's insane. This new net that Promar made, you throw it down below the squid that won't float and you pull it right through the middle of that squid and look at, there you go. Got enough squid to fish with for the day. That's all I would need for a good day of sea bass fishing or yellowtail fishing. You throw that thing in the water four or five more times, your bait tank's full. Yeah, that is an incredible product, gang. The QR code, I'm flashing it up on the screen. We're running out of time. The show's almost over. Grab that QR code, gang. Go over there to the Promar Ahi USA website, promarahi.com. Check out all their products. If you purchase $100 worth of product or more, it's going to get you into the contest for a free day with Justin, whether it's on your boat as a guide or if it's out fishing with him on his boat. But all you got, you're going to get, listen, you're all going to get the product anyway. You might wait a couple months to buy the product, but hey, here's a reason to buy the product now. That net, your hoop net gear, the live deception, the cedar plugs, the squid squirts that we'll start talking about, the gloves. There's so many products over at Promar that you have on your boat anyway. Now you got another reason. I want to win that trip with Justin you get to save using the QR code. You get to save by putting in my code YSWG for those of you listening to the podcast and not seeing it. And then uh, how cool would it be for me to announce your name on stage at the at the Bart Hall Show? The Bart Hall Show, Bart and everybody over at the Bart Hall Show has given us an opportunity for all of our all of our watchers and everybody that's involved in the show to save money on that too. You can grab your tickets right there. There's the QR code, or you can go to Long Beach Bart Hall show. And as you're checking out, put in the code YSWG2024 and you're going to save $2 on each ticket. You're the only one doing that too. Nobody else has a discount for the show. The only place that you're going to save for the show is through Dave. That's the only, your saltwater guide. That's the only place you're going to save it. So that's another great reason for you to share this because your friend, everybody wants to save money right now, you know, with, with the greatest economy in the history of uh, the world right now, according to the guy in charge, this is not really a bad economy. I heard him say it on CNN this morning, so it must be true. So it's a really good economy, but still, it's fun to save money. And who want, doesn't want to save money? You're going to the bar hall. You're, you're all going to come and watch me speak. We already know that. So might as well save money on it. Grab the QR code. Save the two bucks. If you didn't do it that way, then enter the code YSWG2024. I'm speaking at 12 o'clock with Larry Hansen from Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. I may let him speak a little bit. I don't know. And then I'm speaking by myself. On stage, we'll probably bring Justin, and then Sunday, I'll, I'll not be on Saturday. Well, yes. Saturday I'll be there until one. Saturday will be very busy. Yeah, I'm gonna be busy, busy Saturday. On Sunday, <laughs> apparently Amir is gonna open for me. He's gonna come up on stage, tell a couple of jokes, and then I'll go crazy <laughs> after that. It's gonna be a spectacular show. The Bart Hall show is not gonna leave anything on the. It's gonna be great. We're going to be there. I'll be hanging out at the CCA booth when I'm not up on stage, giving back to the community. I need you all to sign up for CCA. We got to try to keep fishing open. When you see the smiles on the kids' faces when they're out fishing with Justin, catching lobsters, you can't even 
think for one second that we can allow them to close fishing in California. We got to keep it open. So get involved with CCA. Come to the Bard Hall Show. I'll be having a ball. Justin will be there. We'll have a ball. It'll be a great time. I promise I won't let you down. Yeah, go see you and Dave. I'll be there. I'll be with Dave and at the Promar booth, and then I'll be at the CCA booth. I'll be bouncing all over the place. So come say hi. But on Saturday, I'm only going to be there until 1. Because he's got to go win that tournament. Yeah. And then Sunday, I'll be there until whenever Dave leaves, because Dave's coming on. Dave's my deckhand. (laughs) My boat. Yeah. On uh, Sunday. So then we'll leave from there and go on the boat. I'm your deckhand until it's time to clean. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I got to go back to Cabo. I got to get you know, I gotta down leave. here. <laughs> Monkey needs some new shoes. But yeah, Amir, Highliner, Amir is awesome. He is so funny and he is way into fishing. If you guys didn't see that show on Friday, it was insane. He is such a funny guy. He even made my sister laugh. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Gang, another thing, I was just watching my sister had a live video. They got the killer whales again in Dana Point. If you guys can haul ass down to the harbor right now in Dana Point, get on that whale watch, afternoon whale watch boat, you got a good chance of seeing the orcas, the killer whales. That's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Pretty wild. That would be really cool. Yeah, go because we're having a weather storm come, I think, tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow, and I think we have a a pretty big weather system coming if i remember correctly yeah i saw it on windy.com this morning looks pretty spectacular again but don't forget everyone go to promarahi.com www.promarahi.com buy one of these or two of these or four of these another thing i would highly recommend everyone get i go on all of your boats and i see this all the time when you're pulling up your anchor, you're using your hands. Okay. A lot of you don't have the windlass. Okay. That's fine. You don't, you don't need it. You're using your hands. Those gloves, those gloves you see me wearing, those blue ones, they come in different colors. They have pink as well. I have pink ones. When my wife comes out, we'll wear those. Um, when you're pulling them up, it's going to make your life so much easier grabbing on that line or the rope or whatever you want to call it. Um, but when you're out hoop netting, it is a must have. Every time I go, people are asking, hey, where are your gloves at? <laughs> because they have to wear the gloves. And when you're handling the lobsters, like on the last live video, you're handling those lobsters, you grab them, they're going to cut your hands up. You look at my hands, they're all tore up. You have those gloves on, it's going to prevent the lobster from scratching you all the heck. Yeah. Must, must have. There's so many things on a lobster that can hurt you. And when we're, when we're live with Justin... And I'm being the deckhand. We're going to show you so much interesting stuff about lobsters and stuff. Because Justin doing the best he can. But, man, he's driving the boat. He's the deckhand. He's the captain. He's a videographer. He's doing everything he can. But the night that I'll be out there on Sunday night, we're going to be breaking down all kinds of stuff, showing you all the cool parts of the lobster and everything. According to uh, Steve at Promar, he's going to join us. That way he doesn't have to take the booth down at Promar. He's going to come and help us on the boat that night. So hopefully he's our videographer. It'll make it'll be spectacular. But, gang, I know you. most of you have to get back to work. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Justin, thanks for being on the show today. Gang, I appreciate all of you. Let's all say a little prayer to whatever we believe in. That Jesse shows up at 7.30 tomorrow and fixes Justin's boat. Yeah. Gang, I'll have Bill Varney on the show tomorrow. We have one of the most spectacular elk hunters on the planet Earth joining us on Friday. Oh, no, not you. I'm just kidding. Joining (laughs) us on Friday. He Cliff Gray, he just did a podcast with a guy named Joe Rogan. I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Now he's going to be on Dave Hansen's podcast. Pretty wild that we're getting talent like this to come on my silly little podcast. We must be touching something. What? He is big time. Big time. Cliff Cliff is big time, gang. You watch him. He had had over 100 outfitters working for him at one time out of Colorado. He's a big, big deal. Now he lives in Costa Rica. Puerto Rico and he's down there doing the the lobster and he's spear fishing and he's getting he's moving into a whole new realm. We're gonna have him on the show on Friday, Bill Barney tomorrow.
Thursday is going to have special guest Kelly Girl. It's just a, another week of spectacular podcasts. Don't miss. And Friday share, live. Don't miss it. Please share this with everybody. I can't ask you or beg you enough. I need you to share this. And then if any of you feel like we entertain you, always send me stars or tips or Venmo me, whatever you want to do at yoursaltwaterguide.com. That's how you can Venmo us. It takes a lot to put these shows together every single day. I'm not begging for money, but it would sure be a lot nicer to have a little more money. So thank you all very, very much. Justin, thanks for being a part of this. We'll see you all tomorrow. Have a great day. Turn off CNN. They're all lying. Ha, ha, ha.